All right, welcome back, guys. Um, yes, it has officially been about three weeks since I've done a you know podcast and everything else like that. And you know, I got I got like you know seven, eight other great uh, podcasters and um, different people out here who are new also to the show as well. You know, other people I've worked with and hey, collaborating with each other. So I think this works out. Um, and I was, I was thinking I was going to end up getting like a special guest. Cause I think we were going to talk about, you know, men being enablers and stuff like that. But I think he realized like the cold feet were going to end up coming. So he just said to hell with that. So, you know, Hey, it is what it is. You know, some, sometimes people are like that, but I do want to go ahead, um, get everybody, go ahead and introduce themselves. You guys can shout out your social medias early. And then I guess we can do it at the end again. So whoever wants to go first, let's go ahead and go. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say hi. I am Josh from the Mindless Morning Show. You can find us basically anywhere YouTube, Spotify, all that. And uh, yeah. Anybody else? Go ahead. I mean, I can I can go off you because I'm uh, his co host for the Mindless Morning Show as well as a, a separate podcast I do called Death Shifter. Uh, you can find anywhere as well, but yeah. Um, all right i think it's my turn now so hello everyone uh this is rajat i'm from india and uh, i've just started a podcast the name is baskar kamra so it's an upcoming uh, still working on it you can find it on spotify and all the other you know podcast apps like google podcast yeah there's that okay i'm mish i am half of the secret life of moms podcast um, where we talk about sex, relationship, kids, and all things that mom shouldn't be talking about, so they say. Um, and we can be found on um, all, all listening platforms, including iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and so forth. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead, Michael. Okay, well, yeah. It's your boy Michael, your auntie's favorite cook. Uh, do I do podcasts? Nah, but I cook. Uh, the social media is project underscore space boy. And yeah, that's about it. What's up, everybody? KG, President, President KG. Nah, they already know who I am. Just a regular old dude. You local asshole. That's all. 79 Trill Design. All right. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm thinking about starting something with this podcast thing. I'm jealous. I'm just going to be real. I am jealous because we didn't have none of this when I was growing up. And it seems like nowadays anybody can do whatever. I'm hating. That's it. I'm hating for the rest of the year. Oh, gosh. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. Let's do our let's do our ritual. What's one thing that you all would like to ban? And for the newcomers, banning, you know, one thing that, that is out there in the world that is unnecessary, your opinion, that people are doing. So, uh, what's one thing y'all want to ban? And go ahead, and I'll I'll be last because I want. I think this banning is going to talk about my vacation story as well. But go ahead, whoever wants to go first. Well, I guess I will go ahead and kick it on off. I just want to let you know, like people know, you know, you will get banned if you you know come holler at me and talk to me and stuff. And you ain't got no gum in your mouth or no kick tap or anything <laughs> like that. You know what I mean. They are your friends, you know. I mean, I mean, granted, I ain't got the most fresh, fresh breath all the time either. But damn, though, I mean, shit. 
Hopefully it's only hopefully it's only in the morning where you have, you know, morning breath and not all day breath. All right. <laughs> no, this was fifteen minutes ago. Mm. Okay, you know what? Well I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Who's next? <laughs> I'll go next. Um picking off my list, uh people who text like little giddy teenagers. And by that I mean the people that text back to back to back when you could have just sent one big message oh, that you decided to like text. I hate that shit. That's with, a, with a passion, and I'll forget that somebody messaged me because I'll be like, "Oh, that bitch still going. Let me wait." And then they wonder why did you take so long, my like, bitch. You didn't stop. That's I'm annoying. Sorry, it just annoys me. You can send it all in one big text. It's not hard. I do. That's very annoying. Not, not only that, but when you text somebody, you ain't got to use all these emojis and these. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm reading um, Hebrew sometimes. Oh gosh, you know what? Not I, get a little, I get a little happy when a girl sends a little some winky face emoji. I get a little smile. But other than that, I just want it all in one message. Send me <laughs> paragraph. I mean, I do, I do a little bit of, you know, emoji, but I'm not about to sit here and do multiple and multiple. And uh, uh, like, people just be taking an emoji just way too seriously. Who, who's next? Who wants to say what they want to ban next? Um, uh, oh, all right, all right, you can go ahead. Oh, okay, um, I was just gonna go off of what you said, but like the keyboard smashers on online, where they just smash all kinds of random letters together because yep. they don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna jump on that and <laughs> throw that one in there. I'll, I was gonna sort of say something similar to Michael, but I'll I'll kind of do a little spinoff because I had a bad experience this past week. But I will say uh, I would like to ban men who fall in love after like the first date. They do oh. they do that? Oh, yeah, solid. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, some do. Yes. Yeah, they do. Please, let's ban them, please. <laughs> you just gotta stop being so good on the first date. I, look, I didn't do anything. I just I I don't know what happened. Just. Please, let's let's ban those people who just think they're in love and want to get married off the first date. Oh god. Oh god. That's a problem. Alright, I'll go now. So I like to ban people, you know, who put freaking pineapple slices on their pizzas and that's just <laughs> fucking diabolical. <laughs> that should be banned and it should be condemned in fucking hell. What? <laughs> I'll see y'all in hell, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want it that way, but if it comes that way, I'm going to eat it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Coco, Coco, I, you can go ahead and, and say something. Why are you just going to put me out like that? Oh, I introduced myself. My bad. Okay. So, <laughs> I am Coco. I am the co-host um, with Niche. And um, I would just like to ban um, just one of those people's stupidity. It doesn't matter what kind, all of it. Can't fucking stand it. I think, especially older people, we're getting a little too old for stupidity. But that's what I would like to ban. What branch of stupidity uh, you may be referring to? <laughs> now you gonna ask me that dumbass question? Now I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Let me tell y'all. I want to ban. And this this goes into my vacation, my three-week little vacation, all right? So I want to ban anybody out there who... Oh, no, actually, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 okay. 
I'll just say it and then I'll follow up with the story so you guys won't be lost. I want to ban people when, when you know for a fact, they know for a fact you're coming to their house. And they, you know, typically when I go to people's house, they might have, hey man, I got a lot, bought a, a bunch of liquor here. I got some weed. I got some girls. Whatever you want. I got you my guest. But they don't share none of that with you. All right. Let me tell y'all what happened. Let's talk about Chicago. Okay. Because I went to LA. I went to California, uh, Arizona, um, Florida, and I was in Illinois. So let me like talk about different parts of what happened. California, I was in mainly in Southern California. You really have to start your day at 6 a.m. if you're going to try to see as much as you can. It was beautiful. I love the graffiti. I don't know how people end up getting on top of those billboards, but if anybody out there, please let me know so I can be a part of the billboard tagger, okay? Moving on for, I love it. It was it was amazing. I saw a crackhead fight his invisible enemy, and I recorded it. And then I said, "Man, this is great material." And um, it was beautiful. It was hilarious. But I'm like, bro, I gotta get out of here because I don't know what else is about to pop off next. So uh, from there, you know, and here's the thing though, like I, I thought, and oh yeah, and I actually got a chance to to meet Michael. We got a chance to meet in person, and we we just it was great. It was it was, but it was cold. That's why I didn't stay as long as I could have. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. I wish I could stay for two more hours, but uh, it was too cold. I'm like, bro, why is it? Let's 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 ban, let's ban California's weather. Okay, back to the story. Like you can't be it can't be May twentieth and it's it's still sixty degrees outside, bro. It's freaking May. Back to the story. So it was really nice. I thought I thought it was great. I went to if you guys are familiar with um Raymond Washington. If for all the ones that don't know, he actually was one of the founders of Crips. So I went to his grave site. I paid my respects for like ten seconds, you know, and then I went on about my day. You know, LA is not the same like it was in the nineties. So it was actually safe to be driving down Compton and not have to worry about nobody throwing up gang signs at you or say, Hey blood, you know what what set you claim or whatever else it may be. It was it was great. It was so freaking great. So I love California's my favorite state. Um I was gonna try to be on the on the Hollywood Walk of Fame a little bit longer, but then it was a bunch of homeless people who were playing air trash basketball, and I didn't want them to hit me. It was crazy. Okay, um, so <laughs> so that that was pretty cool. It was like the whole scenery. It was amazing. I will say that when I went to Arizona. When I went to Arizona, I went to the Grand Canyon. That was beautiful. And it made me wonder, like, how many people have lost their phones, like, being over the ledge? And how many people are still in the Grand Canyon who never made it back? Like, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I I love... I was in the desert. I actually got a chance to finally uh, hike a mountain. It was beautiful. I was looking for some uh, mountain lions, but they weren't there. Um, what else? Wait, what'd you say? Listen, I'm I'm adventurous like that. Okay, so I like I said, Arizona was was beautiful. It was it was great. I was in love with the mountains. Those mountains are beautiful. I went to West Palm Beach. That was my first time being there, and Arizona was like my 18th state, so that was pretty cool. I went to West Palm Beach, um, my first time out there. Um, that in that city, it was, it was great just waking up and it's like 80, 85 degrees, you know, humidity that West coast will dry your skin out, which is why Michael, why have you not left the West coast yet? It dries your skin out. It's terrible. You know, let, let's, let's bend dry heat. I don't like it. Um, so, and then it's like the sun comes out at five thirty in the morning. 
I'm like, I, I can't, I can't live, I can't live in California nor, nor Arizona. I can't live out there. Um, but let me tell you about That's Chicago. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. Let me tell y'all about Chicago. Um, let me tell you guys, this is, this is where you, I learned along, this is where I really learned there's a difference between relatives and family. Okay. Cause I apparently in Chicago, I got a bunch of relatives. So this is what ends up happening. So I call, what I do is I always book four months in advance. Um, I always book four months in advance when it comes to like tickets and hotels and everything. And so I let everyone know, hey, I'm coming to your city. Um, I'm coming to your city on this particular day. Um, just make sure you put it in your calendar. But pe- here's the thing though. A lot of people don't do that. They're not going to actually, you know... Um, they're not going to actually, you know, when it uh, put that down, I guess they don't really care to. I guess they don't care to remember. They don't they think I'm like BSing or whatever else it may be. So I told I got a sister of mine, uh, my father's child, who actually lives in Chicago. And I let her know four months in advance. I let her know the month in advance. And she said, OK, well, you can go ahead and uh, stay at my son's house. They're right around the corner. I'm like, why can't I stay at your house? Why you want me with the boys? I don't want to stay with them. I'd rather stay with you. Like, I'm more connected to you than I am them. But, you know, I didn't didn't say that. But in my mind, I said that. It's okay, cool, whatever. I end up, um, the week before, she gives me her son's number. And I said, hey, I'll be in Chicago. Uh, Just make sure you have a spare key made. I'll be there. They said, okay, cool. Well, we'll just be getting back from Arkansas. We'll be driving. What time you plan on being here? I said 5 p.m. They said, okay, cool. So the day of, y'all, I never even got an address from nobody, right? Nobody sent me an address the day of. But I had a girlfriend of mine. Um, Her name's Maria. Maria lives out there. And Maria uh, sent me an address earlier that morning so I pull up at her house and I get a call from Atlanta now mind it's like four o'clock I still ain't had no address nobody has called me I get a call from Atlanta saying you don't want to go and stay at at at, you know your your nephew's home because there's drama there and they're gonna put you in the middle and you're gonna probably get into a fight with them I said wait 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 what so now I'm sitting here thinking like, so where am I going to stay? Thankfully, Maria and her husband allowed me to stay at their house. But I had also called my aunts. I called my uncles. I called my other cousins. Nobody picked up the phone. Nobody didn't return my phone call back until like 12 hours before I left Chicago. Right? And so they're like, oh, sorry, Kendra, we've been busy. My aunt Stephanie says, Kendra, you got to call me three, four times in a row, you know, and, and text me if you want to reach me. Why do I have to do all that? Why do I it, just pick up the phone the first time? I, I Listen, I'm the type of person. I'll call you once and I'm going to leave a voicemail. And that's up to you if you want to return my call back, right? So I, I call, I, I speak with Stephanie, my aunt Stephanie. And she says to me, oh, um, uh, Kendra, you, you know, it doesn't matter. Like if, if we haven't spoken in five or 10 or 15 years, you always got a place to stay here. If you can't stay with me, you can stay with my kids in their house. Now, why are you volunteering everybody? What if they don't want me staying there? Right? Oh, I forgot to tell you guys this as well. So 
I get a call from my, actually, I get a text from my nephew, Jason, whose home I was supposed to, you know, place I was supposed to be staying at. I get a text from him on a Tuesday. He says, hey, is everything okay? Are you, you still want to come over here and stay with us? I said, bro, you could have just kept that text, man. Just act like I didn't even exist. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I guess, you know, my mama, she got things confused. No, your mom's 45 years old. The woman's basically 50. Okay. She knows, she knew what she was doing. Okay, like, come on, you're not even gonna let me know that that I actually had, you know, there was drama going on at the house and it was already a Monday morning. Okay, so I finally get a chance. Oh, wait, let me let me backtrack some more. I let my cousin trap, which is Mariah's um, oldest brother. I let him know two weeks in advance, say, hey, trap, I'll be in, in Chicago. Um, and he said to me, so what you doing in Chicago for? What you coming out here for? Why do black folks always do that? Can't y'all just be happy that a black woman is traveling and living her best life? So I just had to sit here and make up some type of excuse as to why, or make up some type of reason as to why I'm coming out there. I said, well, I'm coming out there. We can hang out. We can blow trees in a windy city because I'm not no smoker, but hey, we can probably smoke some weed together. He just puts like five laughing emojis. Does that mean we going to do it or not? I, I need to comprehend. I don't know what that means, sir. So... When I pull up to finally see him, because I finally got his number, and he said, hey, my dad said you were looking for me. How come you didn't let me know that you were here a day before? And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to do that. Either you're going to pick up the phone or you're not. Well, my bad. You know, I've been going to school, and I got a son, and I'm taking care of my father, and, you know, uh, I'm working as well. So I, I, it, a lot's been on my mind. Well, thank you for welcome coming to adulthood, sir. What, you want a cookie? Is that what you want? So I finally, I finally get to Trap's house, right? Trap had four blunts rolled out. Realized, I was like, okay, cool, he smokes. He shared one with me, y'all. So we been in my mama's side of the family. Let's be... <laughs> We are banning everyone on my mom's side of the family. Okay? So, and and then by the time I left, I said, hey, you know, I try to keep it, you know, send Trap a message. I said, hey, Trap, how's it going? I asked him a couple of questions about something. He didn't even answer me those messages. He just left me on scene. And then I said, okay, I'm back in Atlanta. Okay, good, cuz. It was good talking to you. Let's get get up next time. The hell, we ain't getting up next time. Next time I come to Chicago, I'm not seeing none of y'all. I'm just going to see the people who actually allowed me inside their house. So, uh, yeah, I'm banning my, my, my mama's side of the family. That, that's it. That's it. So, y'all, y'all got any co- comments, questions, concerns, any thoughts? Anything y'all want to say? What were you I'm hoping... scared to say something. <laughs> what were you hoping those five emojis meant? Um, I was thinking, this is what I thought he was going to say, okay? If you smoke weed or you say, okay, well, I'm not a smoker either, but cool, cuz, let's do what cousins do. Don't put no emojis. I, I don't know what he, what that meant. I was like, what, what what's this supposed to mean? Does this mean yes or no? I'm, well, I, I guess, but I will say uh, the one who had five blunts and only shared one, that that's that's a nobody right there. That That's... <laughs> You know what? And let me say this as well. So a lot of people don't know, you know, in Chicago, they have like a slew of different gangs, right? You know, they're different from the LA gangs. They don't jump you in, they bless you in. And so the people's home that I was staying at, he grew up in like a, a GD, which is gangster disciple type of neighborhood. And so 
I was asking him, I said, hey, where where are the vice lords located? Where are these gangs located? What's the worst part? You know, I'm a little ratchet, so I like going to the hood whenever I go to like a new city. So I said, where I said, where's the hood at? Here's the thing, y'all. He told me everything, right? He taught me the ropes, all of that good stuff, right? When I asked Trap, I said, hey, Trap, where, where are the vice lords located? Why you want to know that? So then I realized... Trap is still trapping. That's what that's what I came to the conclusion, y'all. He <laughs> Cuz cuz here's the thing. The guy who I was the, the the people who I was staying with, he's been out of that lifestyle for like probably at least 20, 15, 20, 30 years now, okay? Trap, you know, typically a person who is out of that lifestyle, they don't have a problem sharing that type of what's going on with them. But but I think when it came with him, he more than likely was still dibbling and dabbling in it. So he's like, why you want to know? How come, you, how come? I'm like, bro, like, you're not going to teach me the five Ps? You ain't going to teach me nothing? Uh, why, why you want to know all that? Why, why you come, you came, is that why you came to Chicago? So you could, you so you can go to the hood? Why don't you go to the nice parts of town? I already went to the nice parts of town. Can, can I go to the ratchet parts of town? I want to go to the hood. Let me, let me see, see people shooting dice. I was about to jump in a dice game too. Let me see people shooting dice. I saw a beauty supply store and a liquor store together. I like let me let me see all this type of stuff. What's wrong with that? Why can't y'all tell me? What's wrong with that? So yeah, um, I'm done with that. Go go ahead, y'all. Y'all can um tell me, you know, what what are, what are y'all's thoughts? And they can still do it stuff. Exactly. Oh yeah, it definitely, definitely it sounds like he's still in it. He hits you with that with that respectful monumentness. I mean, yep. but what's wrong with just? I mean. If you if you were ashamed of doing something, you shouldn't be doing it. Just come out and be like, oh, Kendra, this is what I'm doing. I mean, it could be one of those things where he's looking out for you and doesn't want you to get involved, right? I mean, yeah, I'm driving that through. That can happen. I'm driving through. I'm not getting... I really... I mean, I, of course... Part of me, the two percent of me, saying, "Oh, I want to jump in this dice game and record it." Part two percent, but I'm not gonna end up actually. Worried about that two percent. Okay, listen, it's two percent. <laughs> it's two. It's two percent. I'm not actually going to do it. If I want to do a dice game, I can do it here at my house. Okay, it's gonna be featuring me and versus me. That's what's going to end up happening. I'm not gonna actually do that. But I guess I look at it like, like if if I'm here in town. If I'm here in town, like, you know, and I let you know up front and everything else, like, you just talk to me. Like, but make me, make me feel wanted. I didn't, I, and that's the time. I don't know if you guys have family members. I feel like we all do. Are there certain family members where you just, like, when you are in their town, you just don't let them know because you don't want to have to deal with that type of issue? Oh, of course. <laughs> all the time. But here's the thing I'd like to add on to that is that, I don't get this mentality. I don't know if it's just outside India or like outside Asia or something. But as I go on YouTube or any other, if I've talked to a lot of people, it's like a distant cousins or even, you know, distant families. They don't like you have to freaking call them up and like, hey, I'm here. I mean, that's okay. A heads up is always fine. But them not replying and, you know, just uh, hanging you out to dry and all that shit. I don't get that. That's not the case here in India. Like, no matter where you are in the country, you live in the freaking east where there's no fucking telephones or anything like that. Some place where in the freaking mountains. If you go over there, if you have a relative over there as well, they don't just outright send you away. They invite you, you know, they make the bed for you. Everything. It's so freaking they make the gentle bed for you. and 
That's beautiful. Dude, in in India, a guest is considered god. Like anyone, no matter who it is. Like no matter if you have talked for freaking years, if you haven't talked for like seven years, ten years, but if you show up at that guy's doorsteps, he will invite you in. He will treat you like you are his family. Like no matter the, the feud or whatever. I mean, there can be exceptions, but ninety-eight percent of the time, that's not the case. I don't know why. Like, can someone explain that to me? What's up with that mentality? I'm gonna be coming to the plane ticket going away. I was about to say that too. I have two signs on my door and like a a placemat or a, a floor mat, whatever that says like if if you live here, welcome home. If not, what the hell do you want? I have two signs on the door basically to just <laughs> piss off and yeah, it, even friends like if they just show up unannounced. I will turn them right around. Like I do not care if I have something going on. I'm busy. <laughs> yep, same way. You don't show up unannounced. You show up unannounced. You gonna stay at that door. I'm gonna look at you through the window as as I as you watch me not open the door. <laughs> I I can see you in there playing video games. Let me in. <laughs> like I'm about to be in level forty-seven. <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> They're welcome. They don't know how to leave either. They just stay. They don't get the hint. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh wow. They, they just sit there. I'm trying to give you a high five right now. <laughs> yeah. So what you about to do? You got you know, I got a couple things I gotta do, and they just still sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's get, it's getting pretty late. I'm pretty tired. Oh yeah, yeah me too. But you want you want to watch this or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you legit gotta be like, so what you about to get into? Yeah. <laughs> what you got going There's on? There's eye of- contact. There's <laughs> that eye contact when you say what you about to get into, which means, so I need you to leave. <laughs> yeah, I've learned how to just say, you know what? I got to work in the morning, so it's time for you to go. You just got to be cool. <laughs> yeah, I just plan on telling I just plain don't tell them to get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say if they're good enough, it comes out mean, like, time for you to leave. <laughs> But that's actually, Rajat, that's actually amazing what you're, you know, because I, when I was on the podcast with him, you know, earlier in the week and he was telling me, you know, the different cultures. And, I mean, and you guys got to realize there's pros and cons everywhere. There is, I wish, you know, there was a place in the world where it was perfect like that because that is mm-hmm. actually amazing. But the only thing is, you know, how over here in America, we're very lenient with like the mask like you know you can walk into any place and you don't really have to have a mask no more over there he was telling me that they find you they catch you without a mask it doesn't matter like who you are they will find you and what you say how much is it you said 20 rupees what would you say it was uh, it was 2000 rupees that's equivalent to what 20 dollars or something 21 22 oh, okay so they they they'll find you they'll find you for that you know it's still other things that they um that they will, you know, that they're here and there. Like, you have your pros and cons, but I love how you guys are very welcoming. But I guess, I think for me, and someone told me this, they said, Kendra, you got to look at it like this. If you don't grow up with your cousins, you guys aren't going to have that type of relationship. But in my mind, I thought, like I said, in my, this is how I am. And because I guess I treat people the way I want to be treated, it just pisses me off when I come across folks who don't do that. So if you let me know, and guys, you know what? Like, what? what's today? Today's the 11th, right? 
And that was, I, I, I've been off vacation for about a week now. I still ain't heard from my sister Nakia, you know, in, in uh, Chicago about, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I, I, I apologize or what. Well, I still haven't heard from there. And guess what? I'm not going to talk to her until she talks to me. It's not me being petty. I just don't have nothing. Like, you literally try to put me in harm's way. Because I did not realize that her son, you know, was still in that type of, you know, I guess what, felonious activity type of lifestyle. I thought that he cleaned his life up in a way, you know, and I I wasn't aware about any of that. And then on top of that, the type of relationship, to be honest with you guys, because we family, I can be vulnerable with you all. The type of relationship that I have with her is just, we just smoke weed. And to me, that's not a good enough relationship. I want more than that. Y'all, she don't even laugh at my jokes. And y'all know I'm I'm funny as hell. Y'all know I'm funny. She don't laugh at nothing I say, man. Nothing I say. I have jokes that kill with everybody. Okay? But she don't laugh at nothing that I say, right? And to me, it's like, what? And I, I sat here one day while I was in the clouds of Snoop Dogg. I said, bro, like, why am I even still sitting in this car? Like, this is not working for me. Like, I want more then you have like I look at friends like you have buddies that you can just do that when you got drinking buddies and stuff like that where that's just y'all's purpose because y'all are just friends y'all are cool but I would think with my family it can be more than that I still haven't even met her husband um who she married like six months ago like she just sent the invitation like can I at least meet the man first I mean I know you're gonna still marry him regardless but can I at least meet him or whatever but like I said you know I still enjoyed my time in Chicago. I went to uh, Michael Jordan's house and he, he yelled at me. He said, get off my lawn. So I, I drove off. Uh, I went to Michael Jordan's house. I went to um, our, the schools R. Kelly would pick up girls at. I did a whole like hood history tour. I'm serious. I did. Uh, <laughs> oh, one thing I like is what's, what's so cool. What's so cool about, um, um, the 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 workers like how you have uh, a lot of garbage men who are just men women it's a lot of women who are garbage women as well like i was like i've never seen that before the crackheads are extremely aggressive those fake homes i guess they must be real i don't know but they will be in the middle of the street in your car trying to get you to give them some money so serious they are aggressive they're terrible i ain't never seen that before but they did that in Atlanta too they do? Oh, they don't do where I'm at. Um, anyway. <laughs> I'm like, get out the street. Um, it's 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 really like I said, I love the buildings. I went to one um pizza place because you know, if you've been traveling for three weeks, it eats a hole in your wallet. So you try to like spend as less as possible. So I went to one pizza place, Luminati's, which is deep dish pizza. It was it was pretty good. Um, I went to the Navy Pier. Um, but overall I, I did enjoy uh my time uh there. Those roads are terrible and it's only because you know in the winter time they that snow it messes up the roads, they have to salt it. So those roads are very terrible. I would never live up north, I mean because I don't do cold weather. But still like I'm like, bro, like I think my titty done popped out my shirt a couple of times because those those potholes in the roads are bad. You know? Um but with that, with that being, um, with that being said, like, like I said, I, I really did enjoy my time, but I guess I was, I guess I was just more so disappointed because I just didn't think that, that, you know, my, and oh, wait, wait, I hate, let's ban people who want to turn the volume all the way up and still expect you to talk to them while the television is all the way up. Like, I'm not going to be talking over the TV, losing my voice, having a conversation with you. Let's ban people like that, man. That's what they did. <laughs> I'll just stop talking. 
let, let's let's ban you know because they and, and then on top of that again if you were somebody's guest in the house hey you want the ox core you want to you want to play some music they didn't they didn't offer me the ox core they played their music i'm like bro why the hell am i even here i'm going where uh i feel love which is back home you know so i mean like well, i said People are stingy with those ox cords, though. But I'm a good yeah. DJ. You didn't even give me a chance. I wasn't gonna play no R. Kelly. I was gonna play some some uh. What was I gonna play? We some mystical. Buy his stuff, man. We gotta be careful. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen. I was and I asked him. I said, I asked him. I said, since you guys, you know, are from here, do y'all care about him? And they're like, well, it depends on the person. And I, re- you know, so it depends on the person. I asked him. I'm like, okay, well, since we're in. In GD territory, do y'all go and write Larry Hoover? Like, Kendra, we don't give a damn about Larry Hoover. How do you not give a damn about a person who created the, the, the foundation of what y'all are? You, That's a slap to him. I hope Larry Hoover hears this. I feel like Larry Hoover be listening to my podcast some way. Hey, I got a question. Do y'all think... Now, he's he's somewhere, like, underground, somewhere, like, in a prison that's underground. Do you think... Like, I really... I've been thinking for this for so long, okay? And I had my mama yelling, free Larry Hoover for, like, five minutes. And then she's like, Kendra, give it up. So here's my question. This was months ago. I want to write this man in prison. Do you think I should do that? Because I just want to like write him and I want to interview him. Do you think I should do that? Honestly. Send him a picture. Send him a picture of what? The body paint picture. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, Josh. I'm not freaking doing that. (laughs) No, because he's still married. Okay. He's been married for 40 years and she's probably single. What the girl don't know won't hurt. She, listen, God knows that. I'm not dealing with that. What happens in jail stays in jail. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. But no, I really, I really, here, I'm very controversial. Like, I want to be able to, I want to be able to interview the people who, I guess, black folks canceled a long time ago, but I still want, like, I actually was about to interview Stacey Dash, but she wasn't accepting interviews at the time. I'll try back again in a couple of years, but I want to, I want to interview R. Kelly. I want to interview Donald Trump. I want to interview, actually went, I went, when I was in Florida, I actually went by his house and he has, it's like a castle of a home and you're just going, you go know it's his house because he's the only person on the block with an American flag. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, I want to interview anybody out there who literally was like, I want to, you guys know the Menendez brothers who killed their parents back in the nineties. Well, hey, no. Okay. The two that were caught in the picture for the Knicks game, right? I don't know if that was him, but I want to interview. Is El Chapo still living? No. Yeah. Okay, I want I want to interview him. How did he, how did he escape out of jail like twice? Like I want to interview these people who are like, bro, like, dude, that was a freaking wall. If you didn't see the videos of him busting out, well, I'm I'm just saying I want to I want to interview whomever. If if and again, this sounds so crazy, but if if Saddam Hussein, I don't, I think is he dead? I don't know. But if he was, yeah, he did. He, he's dead. Okay, well, if he was, listen, if he if he was still alive, I would interview him. I would, I want to, you know, whatever it might be. That's 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 the type of person I am. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm literally, I'm gonna send like three or four letters. This summer to Larry Hoover. And there's a guy who, who created, I think, Chief Malik. I think he was a part of one of those gangs or whatever. But he's in the same prison as Larry Hoover, which I'm like, 
when the prisons actually start doing that, putting the same people who are alliances in the same prison, like I thought they were supposed to split y'all up. But anyway, so I'm going to try to interview them. I'm going to send them a letter. I'm not going to send the body pay. Cause again, like I said, the man's still married, which I don't know why he's still married. Like, bro, you've been in, in, in why can't they free this man? Listen, I don't care. What? But, he, but here's my, okay. Here's my question. Do y'all feel like after a person's been in prison, for so long, like forget the pedophiles. We're talking about people who probably done killed some people. Do you feel like they should release them from prison at some point? Because if you've been in prison for fifty years, can't you just come out and be free? I mean, it's gonna depend on the case for each person. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think it depends on the crime. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Okay, so so the fact that he's been in prison since he was twenty years old and the man's seventy, don't you think he should be free now? No, I mean, if it's if it's like. We're talking about Larry Hoover. I feel like he should be. Come, what can he do now? Nobody. All the all the OGs are dead and in jail. He can't. He run. got uh, six life sentences though. Yeah, I mean, but can't. But here's I, my question. Six of them. So so why? So do you feel like okay? When a couple of years ago, when Kanye West, I guess he was trying to kiss up to when he was trying to kiss up to uh, Donald Trump and, and he was hugging him and he literally like was cooning or whatever. Do you like, he did all that and Donald Trump still didn't pardon him. Like, um, I don't, I'm, I'm just saying, why do you, why do you think, why do you think Donald Trump didn't pardon him? Why do you think that he didn't release? How come no president has, is, is willing to release this man from prison? Is it because he, they're afraid what's going to happen to them? These are questions I think about all the time. I mean, he's worthy of six life sentences, I'm just saying. I mean, I, no. <laughs> All right. I have something to add on to that. Go ahead. Kendra, you're saying uh, about releasing this person, how no president has ever thought of that. I mean, we do have to realize that there's not just one guy. There's like probably hundreds of them. So if someone is thinking about releasing one guy, there's also to think about those few fucking hundreds of other inmates who are in those prisons and not just with six licenses even deaths uh, you know the electrical chair or the lethal injection stuff like that and we also have to realize I don't know about the history of that guy you're talking about because I'm really not familiar with him but if he kills someone we also have to realize he took 70 years from their life as well hmm. to be honest yeah. so like we have to take that into account. Yeah, capital punishment goes a long way, but spending the rest of your life in prison and not getting death—that's more torturing than actually getting the electrical chair because you're going insane inside that thing. Oh, yeah, like what you did. Yeah, and the thing is, if you are not El Chapo or someone like that, you don't have the luxuries of freaking AC or a freaking television and or some, you know five-star meal for you if you're a normal ass uh, gangster or someone like that even the og like one of the big uh, founding members or something you don't have the uh, resources and all that different shit so you have to live with that for the rest of your life yeah that is heartbreaking if you think about it but you also have to think about the bad he has done or like how he also has taken life for others this just doesn't go for one guy like John Wayne Gacy or anyone like that, Ted Bundy, all these other people as well. So has, anybody ever seen, has anybody ever seen Criminal Minds before? Yeah. yeah. Anybody that's on that right there don't deserve to get out. Matter of fact, I don't see no rehabilitation for none of them people. 
I'll now, say half the time what somebody gets out do the same thing. Yep. Exactly. Now wait, I gotta I gotta and, and Rajai, thank you definitely for you know, definitely for your input. But here okay, so Michael, let's go to the West Coast. I I wanna I wanna and this is a question that, that again, these are these are thoughts in my mind. So Tookie Williams, who was also the founder of Crips, he actually, you know, got exonerated by Arnold Schwarzenegger back in 2005. Now, mind you, the man changed his life around. He wrote children's books. He was nominated. He did all of this, right? Got people out of the gang, okay? My question is this. I've always thought, and again, this is this, these are just thoughts, but I thought that once, first off, why is it that he got exonerated for what he did, but I mean, did, did anybody else who was killed other people, did they get exonerated or did they just have life in prison? And secondly, why is Arnold Schwarzenegger still walking around free when after you kill, uh, you know, the top dog, the OG gang member, how come nobody said, okay, and these are people that I know some people like, okay, I got kids or whatever, but what about the people who just don't have nothing to lose? Why is, why did nobody off Arnold Schwarzenegger? Not saying I want him off. I'm just asking like, that's what I thought. Like, how did how did he how's he still out there walking free and and everything and else? Nobody about to go after the Terminator. Exactly. <laughs> no, so wait, wait, wait. There's a nigga in Compton, East LA, that out here sitting. You know who need to get capped? That nigga on Schwarzenegger. Hell no. <laughs> wait, wait, but wait. Here, here's my question though. If you kill, if you killed the founder, if you killed the founder. Why is that person not being killed? I thought that's the whole like you you die by the gang type of thing. You shouldn't care, you know. I thought that's that's I thought that's what it was gonna happen. You shouldn't care about if it's a terminator. Okay. That's a terminator. Exactly. It's gonna be all the Okay. All be back. He just comes back no matter what. You can't get rid of him. Exactly. Okay. Well, I just, I thought about that. I just felt like instead of having him exonerated, I felt like he could have just had life in prison. I felt like that was, you know, the better thing to have done. Cause I'm, I'm like, I know in California, you guys have the three strike rule. So I wasn't sure. Is it like, okay, if you kill multiple people. Like, okay, are you going to be exonerated next? Cause I know there are people who are in maximum state pen who aren't, you know, they're just going to die in prison. But there, uh, Tookie also had a lot of people backing him. He did, he went out of his way to do a lot of shit, a lot of good from in prison. I'm not saying Larry Hoover didn't, but Tookie went was on a whole nother level with that shit and kind of just accepted it, whether he was gonna get up, uh, like die or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the amount of support that he got at the time was why, uh, was why what you call it. They initially gave that idea, like, okay, we're not going to, but I don't think he was ultimately going to get not dead. Okay, I mean, these are like I said, these are these are questions that come across my mind. I kept. I just kept thinking if you really are about the gang life that you will die by the gang. So somebody disrespects you. Like if you can, if you can beat up, you know, kill a blood member, how come you can't kill the person who killed the founder? That's what I kept thinking to myself. You know, I was wondering that. The same reason people also try to make it out the streets. Like the gang life ain't it. Like I can't be a part of no gang. I'm not about to sit there and worry about looking over my shoulder because some nigga I don't know said somebody else I don't know that like that sucks. 
No, it is. It's it's a lot of people. It's 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 a lot of people. That's a mental illness, and no offense to any gang members out there, active ones. But after a certain age, like you gotta let that lifestyle go. Like I was watching on Vice. This was a few years ago. I was watching on Vice how this guy wanted to join the New York Crips, and he's like, he looked like he was in his mid to late twenties. Okay. And, and he said, he, he said, you know, my sister, you know, she got, she got killed by a drive by, by some gang members, but you know, I feel like I'm avenging her death and you know, I just want to find a family. And I was like, literally, you can find this, go on vice. It literally, it was three years ago on YouTube. You can go look it up. But I'm like, I'm like, bro, after a certain, certain age, you should not want to try to join no gang. Like, like there is no point in that. No point at all. And you know what? I was going to say this as well. When I was in Chicago, David Barksdale, which he created the, the, it started with the devil disciples and eventually he hooked up with Larry Hoover and they, you know, gang, gangster disciples. I went to his grave site and I found out his two sons are in the same grave site as he is. And I'm like, you know, that to me is like somebody should have stopped the cycle. At some point, you got to want better for yourself. But you got to realize me driving down the hoods, seeing people on the corner. And it's and in my mind, I'm like, do y'all not want better for yourself? Like, I always wondered that as well. Like anybody out there who is in those poverty type of, you know, situations. Don't you aren't you tired of having straight bullets? Aren't you tired of of, like you said, looking behind your shoulder and and stuff like that. Like, do they not think about that they want a better life? Like, there's more than what's in their area? Well, like, they're just used to it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. at this point, it's routine. It's just something that they know is going to happen. Hmm. Actually, uh, Kanra, I have a really good point uh, about the previous uh, topic you were talking about, like, offing Schwarzenegger. Well, you want see, here's the thing, like, I have a very valid point on this. Okay. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I think everyone must know who Kiki Camarena is, right? You said who? Kiki Camarena. No, I've I, I never heard of Has anybody else heard of Kiki Camarena? Have y'all heard? All right, so what happened was Kiki Camarena was a, a DIA agent, and uh, he was in Mexico going after the cartels. And the thing is, they offed his ass. They killed him, they tortured him, and they fucked him in a very bad way. He died a very gruesome death. And after that, the U.S. government went full out on those cartels. Like, they gave all their resources. So maybe, like, a Blood or a Crip member who have not offed Arnold yet, or any other, you know, gangs or mafias or anything like that, they haven't tried to offer Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's not just try take in account that he's an Hollywood actor. He has, he's been the governor. He has really good ties to the, the Secretary of Defense. So if you might think about offing someone like that, you just have to take in account that they might just off your whole gang or something in the process because they're going to go after you. Like, it's not going to be like, hey, Arnold said, come on, what's up? No, they're going to investigate the fuck out of it. Everyone's going to be involved. <laughs> The FBI, CIA, the DI, everyone's going to be involved in that. And that's just going to lead to the more breakthrough of the gangs. Like a Crip member going to get Arnold, that's just going to lead to the Crips getting fucked over by the government in a lot of places. So, I mean, maybe that's the thing. Someone has not off influential people like that. But there's also been cases, some maniac freaking shooting the president or something. 
So, yeah. And that's and that's yeah. what I think. About, you know, and y'all would not believe. Like, I thought, like, when I first met him, I thought he was probably a lot older. Y'all, he's, like, the youngest one on here. He's 19. He's 19 talking like a 40-year-old. Can y'all believe that? He's 19. He was, listen, he was born in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, 2002. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. Freaking amazing! Like you're like 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 I bet your IQ's like eight hundred or something like that. Like amazing, but and you're right. That makes like I said, these are things I thought about, and that's why I like to have these discussions with other like-minded adults. Because again, I'm like I know I'm not the only one who, and I'm, I say things that I you know I'm like I'm pretty sure other people probably think this, but you know you're right. Now it's gonna be a whole war. It's going and they're gonna forever win. They're definitely gonna forever win. I want to share one more thing with you guys, and then you know we can. Skedaddle, cause I want to go get some food. What y'all? What y'all eat for dinner? Wings. Okay, that's he- very healthy. Okay, so let me <laughs> let let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all one more thing. One more thing, and then um and and then we can all give our socials out, and then we can go. So once so this is this is a true story. You know, I can I can never make this up. Y'all know I'm a free spirited person, right? So you know, sometimes when you free spirited, you do wild exhibitionist type things. And so, uh, I actually came across this woman, um, on the plane and I had a, I got a henna tattoo when I was on Venice beach. And I love, one thing I love about Venice beach, every 10 feet, there's somebody trying to sell you something or, you know, it's a hustle. This guy said, Oh, listen to my mixtape. He gave me two CDs, brother. Who still has a CD player in their car? Back to the story. (laughs) Um, it was actually pretty good though. It was for free though. It was pretty good. But let me tell you what happened came across this woman and when she was she was noticing my henna tattoos and then all of a sudden I felt like I think by her touching my hand I felt like oh you know I was in heat by her touching my hand I was like oh okay Kendra wait wait had to calm down tell myself to calm down and then um and then they said um the the uh captain was like it's gonna be a very bumpy ride so y'all just hold on tight and I'm like bro this is why I like car rides I ain't got time for these bumpy turbulent type plane rides or whatever but anyway I said to her I said hey I'm gonna hold your hand you know just in case She's like okay so, she, so we held hands but I felt like it was a shock between us right like it was like I found my like you know soulmate for like 10 seconds uh anyway back to the story then all of a sudden like she shows me a picture of a guy she had sex with that morning but she shows me his penis I'm like bro what do you what, what I, I, am I being auditioned for something <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it sharing, caring? <sighs> anyway, so then, then it gets to the point where she fingered me on the plane. Uh, and that was it. Uh, yeah. She just turned to you and was like, hey, look at this. Yeah, she did. She did. And then she fingered hey, me. Jesus. Did y'all just hear what I said? She fingered me on the plane. Oh, yeah. oh no, I missed that. No. Oh, okay. No, how, how did you just see? You just decided today. I mean, that like, was... Wait, while she was showing you the penis? Yeah, she had a blanket. <laughs> she covered us up. And there was a white man sitting next to me. And um, I don't think he was paying attention. And it took her it took her too long. And, and then she tasted it. And I was like, yes. And then we're Facebook friends. But she ain't said nothing really back to me. So I think it was like a one-night stand. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. One flight stand. This is okay, but like sending your your body painted picture over 
No, I didn't do that. Listen, listen, I, Josh, Josh, whoever said that, listen, I did not do any of that. She just, she, she, listen, she just decided to show me. I'm like, bro, what, what is going on? And she's like, yeah, I'm with this girl. She's so beautiful. Guys, you know how when you get older, if you over the age of 40, you a cougar. But if you over the age of 40, you ugly, you a, a hyena. Y'all, she was a hyena. So I, I don't know. Um, but, if you are 40 if you're 40 and beautiful listen you're 40 if you're 40 and beautiful you're a cougar if you're 40 and ugly you are a hyena okay so niche i know you're over 40 you're you're a cougar okay but how the fuck does that explain someone putting their fingers inside you what the i was i'm a free-spirited person who is wild don't be like me all right the end the the end so does anybody do does anybody has anybody done anything frisky on a plane with either a stranger or their significant other I'm too like nervous yeah. being on a plane to begin with to like nobody touch me <laughs> exactly. unless you hold my hand to support me for yeah. being scared. <laughs> you know what makes you get over there? A hand job. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe, but the guy in the next aisle will be looking over and something. Oh, you just need a blanket and a picture of a dick, apparently. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, all right, so that's so apparently nobody's free spirited like me. Great. Okay, so y'all go give out your socials. That's a, that's the end of the show. Give out your socials. <laughs> that, that is an amazing free spirit, yo. You, you got you fly, fly. <laughs> y'all are funny. Go. Who wants to, who wants to give out their social first? Go ahead. Repeat your social. Tell people where you they can find you and everything. Well, uh, oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, like I said, Niche from Secret Life of Moms podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Secret Life of Moms. Um, we have a YouTube page, which I am working on. I'm learning as I go, which is also on YouTube at Secret Life of Moms. And again, we're on all listening platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and all the other ones. I don't, there's a whole bunch that I don't even know the names of, but there's like 10 of them. Um, but you can find us there and email secretlifeofmoms at gmail.com. All right. Who wants to go next? Oh, okay. I, uh, I guess I'll say it. So you can find us at the Mindless Morning Show. We're, you can go to mindlessmorningshow.com or follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's all Mindless Morning Show, except Twitter is without the W since everything is has a character limit there for whatever reason. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can also contact us at mindlessmorningshow at gmail.com. If anybody out there is uh, interested in becoming a guest or anything, we have a wide variety of guests. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad you said that because I was honestly wondering why the W wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. Um, all right, I'm, so all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, you go ahead dude. Okay. Um, again, I'm Dakota, co-host with Josh for the Mindless Morning Show. So all the stuff he's said, um, as well as my other podcast for Death Shifter, you can go to DeathShifter.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at just at DeathShifter. All right, Rajat, go ahead. Hey, 
it's Rajat from Baskar Kamra. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, Coco and, and, and Nisha are in the same podcast. Michael, go ahead and give your uh, IG out. Okay, like I said, it's your auntie's favorite cook, Michael. Uh, the Instagram is project underscore space boy. Just follow me and I just be saying some random shit while I'm high. Keep it going. KG79 Trill Design, go ahead. You know what? All right, I said it. Oh, wait, shoot, before I go, because this timer's going to get off in about, you know, on this anchor thing, it's going to get off in about five minutes. Let me tell y'all one more quick thing that happened to me in Chicago. One, just one more quick thing. Got a cousin named Trail. I think we cousins. I don't know. But anyway, Trail randomly, this is a true story. Like, earlier this year, Trail sends me a message at 2 o'clock in the morning on Facebook Messenger saying, Hey, cuz, what's up? Here's my number. Two o'clock in the morning, right? So I was like, bro, are you into like some incest type thing? I didn't say nothing. I said, hey, Trail, the next day during regular business hours, what's going on? He never said nothing back. So I called Trail out on that in front of everybody. I said, Trail, what was that about? Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe I was high that day. Trail, if you into, you know, incest, uh, stay away from me. I don't do that. So, um, yeah, I'm, me and my mama's family, side of the family. Just some cousin shit. you with that, are you up? Okay, okay, listen, 2 o'clock in the morning. Anyway, I don't have time for that. All right, thank you all so much for tuning in, listening to me talk about um, my my adventures and me catching flights, doing strange things. Um, but look, I'm, in, I'm young. I'm in my 20s. I can get away with it. Rajat, if you want to be out there and kind of be out there, we're young. We can be get away with that because we're young. The rest of y'all, y'all 30 and up club, y'all can't do what we're doing, okay? Because y'all know better, okay? We're still young. Our frontal lobe isn't really there developed. All right. This has been fun. Make sure you guys keep supporting everybody. <laughs> Until next time.